0: All right, we're back once again. Uh, sorry that cut out. Batteries died. Didn't give me any indication. But, yeah, um, buddy of ours that doesn't shoot too many two-day matches that I know of or have seen him at, whether it I be shooting or are, or ROing, uh, Q came up with the rest of the South Florida boys and shot, and he did pretty good on some stages and pretty bad on some stages. But then again, we all did that this weekend, so... They're probably balanced out in the wash. Um, There was 20 stages, uh, 20 courses of fire, or stages in the course of fire. Like I said, 190 points possible. Pretty good overall. Good balance of close range, long range, big targets, small targets, um, dial, hold, um, movers, two movers, or two targets on the mover, um, two different ways to shoot the mover, as far as the uh the course of fire was laid out for those two stages made it really interesting it wasn't like you were doing the same thing twice um when you were using the mover it was uh it was a lot of fun um did get the opportunity to shoot the long range stages uh one towards the afternoon one towards the morning so everything turned out pretty decent it was a lot of fun um I'm going to go ahead and try and get one or two of these uh, fine, fabulous shooters top on the podcast burps and uh, and see if somebody will talk to us. So stand by, guys. All right, folks, I was able to grab the man behind the title sponsorship for this match, Mr. Brian Allen of A-Team Precision. So how are you doing?
1: Man, I'm doing good. Did a good weekend.
0: It was a good weekend. Um, of the A-team matches that have been held here in the past, what do you rate the difficulty of this match with the win this weekend on a scale of 1 to 10?
1: I'm going to say it was harder. You know, I, I looked at—I didn't shoot it, of course, but I watched uh, a few of the stages and watched, listened to the shooters and Maybe I don't know about size of targets, but like just like you said, we definitely had some wind. Uh, he had targets that didn't have as many backstops as usual, mm-hmm. and that can be a snowball for someone if they if they don't see something or if they see it the wrong way. That is true. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, it's good seeing you out. What do you think? Or have you shot? You shot?
0: I have not shot Alabama Precision before. This is my first okay. time shooting here. Well, um, what do you think about it? It was a lot of fun. Um, like I was saying, there's like a good mix of close targets and far targets and the type of engagements you have to do, whether it was hit or miss or hit to move on, or like today with the mover where you had to engage the mover five times and then go to a hit to move on target. And then with the remaining rounds, come back and shoot, shoot the Ipsic mover. Like that was really interesting. That was something I hadn't seen before. Um, the bowling pins, um, without a backstop that was that was tricky we had um uh the rocks with the two diamond targets um that was good like there was no backstop on those but like they were at a distance that was generous generous enough for them to be big so you could see them and it it was just really really So, what do
1: you think about the two stages that had the codes?
0: uh so the two long range stages
2: yeah
1: um well, with well, a long range for the second day, and then the coyotes, that was on that hay ring, which was semi long range. Again. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. was actually pig. pigs. Pigs, pig. So the two pigs. And, so I shot.
0: I shot that one yesterday. I ended up getting a six on it, and so. So, what do you
1: think your elevation was off there or not?
0: No, I think it was some uh, rise due to wind in that hill. Um, I kind of noticed it yesterday morning when we shot the. It wasn't the Circles. It was the other one, the ipsix on the way out. Yeah. Um, some people were having some, like, elevation. They were shooting over the target, and I was like, people's people's dope isn't off. They're not, like, everybody, we're prone. We're shooting, a, yeah. shooting semi-small targets. Like, there is that hill there, and I've seen it before when I went to Gunline that that happened. And I was like, okay, we're getting a little bit of air... I don't think it's aerodynamic jump is the name, but like some elevation rise based uh, on I the And I honestly
1: wind. don't know if that's the case, but I'll tell you that I haven't, you know, competed in two years. Right. And I used to shoot here a good bit, and that particular range, that particular lane right. has was always that way in that era of it. Up close wasn't a big deal, out far mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal, but in that six, five, six, seven hundred yard range. And however, it was always the more of a problem on the narrow target too mm-hmm. you get you'd I like i talked to a couple shooters today they're like man i was having he- elevation issues i was shooting low or i was shooting high right and then they went over and they made their adjustment on the in that same lane mm-hmm. on those little round targets going out on the troop line
0: yep. and
1: their data back was back right exactly and i'm like so it wasn't i don't know that it was the rain i don't know if it is uplift there in all honesty i think i won't know if it's uh, illusional I don't know if okay. it's us. Number one, it's a harder target to hit because it's narrow, and I think I, they're they're leaning sometimes. Like a coyote, look you know, he's not perfectly straight, straight level. Up, he's he's yeah. kind of looking up to the left because of the way he's hanging on the rack. And a guy misses due to the wind. His elevation may have been perfect, but if the back is lower on the back end yeah, and the wind exactly. pushed you toward the back end, you went over. Yep. The back end, but you wouldn't have went over the front end. Exactly. And and so then they think you got a problem, so then they reengage, they adjust the wind some, but they also adjust, readjust their elevation and this again. You mm-hmm. uh, know, I watched uh, several people shoot that would come in and actually do a good job, and I they'd get off and they'd say, well, I I just favor just a little bit low on every one of them, mm-hmm. not not at the bottom of the target. I don't know. And then another thing I notice happens situations like that, a squad has trouble one person thinks it's going over you know in all honesty at that distance without a backstop and with the back terrain being nowhere near level or even just mm-hmm. way back there where it's hitting and the kind of environment we had this weekend I've, I've probably watched as many impacts or misses you know watched through glass as much as anybody here and my mm-hmm. eyes are getting older i'll say that but I could not tell if that trace was going over the top of the back or just under the belly. You're right. So you, but you take one guy in the squad,
0: you know, and he'll say says,
1: something. Oh, oh, he gets off the, you know, walks over, or even the RO and the, the guy asks the RO, "Hey, where'd I hit?" It looked like he was low, and then they take it home, and then yep. now the whole squad's low. They tell the next squad it's low, and everybody starts holding up, and then everybody starts going over the going back, on. and it, and it. I don't know. And then usually the people that clean it, you ask them what they do. Well, my diet was perfect. I might have favored just a little low or something.
0: Right. I mean, I know when we shot those pigs yesterday, um, I was missing those pigs. What I saw is being low, the far pig. So I held it the top of the back on that far one, and then I started hitting it. Yeah. And I was like, I know there's like a tenth difference like in these pa- like in the in the distance, distance yeah. between them. But I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna favor, I'm gonna dial on the on the on the far one and favor low on the close one, and like that was getting me hits. But then when I transition to that far one, it still looked low, so I just favored a little high. So it may have been like a tenth and a half. Yeah. Like, and they're not very tall targets, like you said, they're pigs. So, like when you're aiming center, you maybe have a tenth to a tenth and a half a elevation anyways yeah so i was just doing that and then today the that long rain stage was eating a lot of people's lunch yes, from what we was. heard um, i think we just got up there at a, at a i don't want to say lucky time but like better conditions than others a little bit less wind and two or three of the guys up there we all went eight or nine out of ten i got a nine on it like i saw my Hits on the coyote. I was like, I'm gonna start at a half and ran the coyotes at a half, and then ran the bears at um, three quarter of a mil. Yeah, with that PR two reticle, and it uh, it hit, and I was like, okay, <laughs> just mm-hmm. keep going.
1: It's good to see you out again. I remember seeing yeah. you in Florida, and you you helped with matches for years, and oh yeah, and now you now you're out here enjoying it. So oh
0: yeah, so I I set some lofty goals for myself. I'm trying to go to worlds um, as one of the military shooters, and you got to have. Good six six matches a qualifier and nationals so i'm doing my my hardest to to shoot well enough to earn a spot on on the team for that because that'd be awesome you know i'm decent but i'm not like i'm no austin bushman that's gonna qualify in the open category to go over there so i'll I'll take my chance with the military (laughs) the military shooters and, and go from there um but no it's it's a lot of fun like because I know of so many of these people here because they all shoot all the time. And they're used to me, Every seeing, day. me seeing me yeah. behind glass and not on a rifle. And then I come out and shoot a rifle and they, you know, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but it is. So, what is it, what does it take to put on a match like this? Like, as the, you're not the match director, but you're the lead sponsor for to the To be match.
1: honest, it takes less than most, think I, most people think, I think, because... This is – I have no – man, y'all did a great job. Y'all, you know, great course of fire. I have nothing to do with that. And usually in most matches the lead sponsors do not. I mean, this is the venues. Whoever's – this is, you know, Jim Saunders and Alabama Precision's match. Mm -hmm. So um, what it takes out of a lead sponsor, I think, more than anything, is just maybe reaching out to some of my affiliate Mm -hmm. uh, vendors that I deal with a lot. We put together a gun. Mm-hmm. and then put other things on the prize table as well. I saw that gun. Um, that
0: thing looks awesome. Well, thank you. That thing, thing looks awesome. I think it awesome.
1: turned out great. We did something a little different this year, going with a hunting gun. We usually usually do something uh, competition-oriented. Right. But uh, we decided to go the hunting route this year just to do I mean, I would
0: different. say probably 65 to 75% of the guys that are out here are all hunters and some. I'd say more than that former fashion i
1: really do i'd say I, I bet it's more than that and i, I like giving it away the way that we do uh, i competed for years and w- when i when i first started of course i i was nowhere near could ever pick a gun off a prize mm-hmm. table and i would have loved for someone to give it away with the uh, you know with a random draw Just i had a better into- chance oh yeah and then i, I shot enough that i started it might have turned the tables on me. I'm like, wow, I got a better chance if they'll put this thing on the prize table. I got right. a better chance of winning it than I do that. Because I
0: just looked and there's two two rifles on the prize table. One of them uh, is one from you guys, A yeah. team, and then there's another. I think it's a. Is it a Savage? I think it's a Savage up there. Um, you know,
1: back in the day, it wouldn't be anything to have three, four, five rifles on the table. Right. And several customs. Sometimes we'd have three custom rifles. Yeah. Back In 14, well, 15 and 16, especially as the years I competed the hardest. Yeah, it would uh, it would be several rifles on the table. So the top three, pla- you, you placed on a podium. Matter of fact, I remember when one of Jim Saunders matches, he must have had 12 or 15 guns. He had all these wow. pistols, 22 pistols, a lot of production guns and stuff, but yeah, it was. So it, it, it's a little different, but... Uh.
0: Oh yeah, they're showing out the, the accu shot yeah. that we did this morning. Which I, I haven't ever seen that in a match either, so that was really cool, Yeah, too. he does that every
1: time here. It um, can mess with you, though. It's a cold bore. Oh, Not yeah. necessarily your rifle shooting in a different direction, but you're sitting out there on that wet, cold ground at daylight in yep. the morning. The light's different. And you shoot, and you don't hit where you thought your gun should have hit, and now you think something's wrong with your gun. And,
0: and then you stick around, yeah. and you wait em for, to put the zero board up, yeah. and then you shoot the zero, and you're it like, oh, it's fine.
1: Or you, you don't do that, and you go on and you question it all day.
0: Exactly. So I did notice. Um, so when I got here on Friday and I zeroed, my zero was off. So instead of, like, trying to mess with my, my turd or anything like that, I just went and did it via the castrol, and it turned. It worked out really good. I put it at two tenths, and then, like, I think the barrel sped up a little bit, um, maybe started to develop a little bit more carbon in the barrel because I cleaned yeah. it before I came out here. Um, so I went and and took another half a tenth out of out of that zero, uh, zero height and seemed to have worked pretty well because I didn't I didn't it wasn't shooting over targets today yeah um, like that uh, the ipsit progression out of the trailer yep.
1: That's like, a good one to find out where your daddy is, because you got a good burn behind it, and if, you may not can see it because of the position. But get one of your buddies right. to watch it, and out to the stage, get them to okay, how to. I it mean, work I got there? an eight
0: out of ten on that one, and it yeah. was left and right. It wasn't, it wasn't vertical. Yeah, um, exactly. So it, that was another really fun stage. And that
1: was the one we checked several people's data because they would come off yep. that long range with the coach, and they were, oh, some drama data. Okay, yep. put your 800 on it, and I'll, I'll come spot you after the stage. I'll tell you what you did. Yep. You know, and, and Allison was really struggling uh, this weekend, as she thought with data. And uh, she come shot that stage, and, it, I mean, she missed the little bitty one, which is, what, only about four or five inches tall at 800 yeah. yards. And she did not hit above or below it. She hit just left of it and just right of it. And I'm okay. Like, well, nothing wrong with your data, girl. Nothing Get that out that. of your
0: head yeah.
1: and move forward. Drop that
0: know? now. That ain't that ain't the problem. Yep. I mean, this weekend, I, I definitely would consider this a win match more than an elevation yeah. match. Like, people get the elevation in their head, but if you really, really think about it, it was You got to
1: trust that it data. It was win. Even if it's off a little bit. Nine times out of ten, it's the wind or you or the position or
0: yeah, something. Yeah, I mean,
1: did you put too much
0: cheek on it? But think about it.
1: When you start chasing data, the other issue is still there, the wind. Yep. So now you just double. Instead of trying to worry about either two different directions or either one direction, just how much to go in one direction, now you've added four four directions. Yeah. I am a low. you start changing data. Now the wind, it, it can compound your problem by – 400%. You know. Yeah. Just trust it. Go.
0: Like, I had – I had uh, – we shot the mover. First was our first stage. I got a nine. I was like, okay, everything's tracking. I missed one round on the con- one of the confirmation plates with wind and then corrected and then ran the rest of it and then moved over to that shoot house with the, the car lane and – I didn't do good on that, but it was, it was wind. It was like when you miss, it looks like you're high because yeah, that berm's behind exactly. it. And I was like, I was like, nope. I was like, not not messing with the data. I was like, that's got to be, that's got to be either breaking a bad shot or, or going wind. I tried something yeah. different. I tried like a modified prone with a really high modified prone out of the, one of the bottom windows. And I was like, okay, that didn't work for me. <laughs> it wasn't the yeah. wind. There's, but,
1: there's another thing that throws people off on elevation. You're shooting in a target. It may have a reasonable burn behind it. And if that grass is a little bit high, it'll go through that grass and hit the dust, dirt. And,
0: way behind and, and it.
1: And it doesn't show the dust and dirt up until it comes up out of the grass, which yep. is above the target. And they think, I'm high. So they go lower, and they still see the same thing.
0: Because mm-hmm. you
1: really don't see where the bullet impacts the ground. You just see where the dust comes out of the grass. <laughs> and I've seen that snowball. uh squads and even several squads behind it because they start telling the other squads. Yeah, they start talking about this is off or something's going on, y'all better hold low. And it already (laughs) you know and then it's then it's
0: over. Um, Uh so A team one put together the, the rifle for the raffle but also put one on the table. You reached out to your your uh your vendors that you primarily deal with and got them to help out with the prize table. What is it, What does it take to put a prize table together given that so there's so, so many matches these days, right? Uh,
1: yeah, and, you know, I'm not as big of an organization as a lot. You take your production companies and the larger companies. Mm-hmm. They can allocate, okay, I'm going to send two somethings to every match. Right. Uh, I'm just I'm not able to do that at this point right. and, you know we're, we're still primary home builders and we're custom gun builders and mm-hmm. we, uh, we're we more of a custom shop you, you talk to me when you call and right. and, and so I can't send a lot of stuff to every match so right. i pick a few matches and you know i have never turned anybody down they call and ask me to help with something right i'd send something but i pick a few of the area that where the people love shooting my guns
0: mm-hmm. support
1: them as well and it just adds more right and i'll put several uh maybe a couple free chamber jobs on the table a few 50 percent off chamber jobs on the table yep. some free cerakote jobs some 50 percent off cerakote jobs um just Whatever I can do to help help with those different services is, is and that's, kind of what we do, you know. And I'll pick back to your question, though. I'll pick, you know, this this one we certainly do the most here because it's your uh, backyard. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. We any any match directors that hear this and would like to reach out to us, we certainly be be glad to help with it with awesome. anything we can.
0: So when is when the, ne- the next time we're going to see you behind a gun?
1: You know, I don't know. Oh, that's a very good question. Been People ask me that all the time. It's been two years now since i competed. And I think it was uh, the last time I saw you compete was at Altus. It was. That okay. was that was the last time I competed, and I did not intend to compete much that year. I really right. didn't. I had a good match that day, that weekend. Uh, I did shoot two one days this year, uh, okay I've shot one in February in Louisiana and one in Arkansas I think, and I'll probably shoot a couple more okay, but I don't ever I, honestly i'm I'm sixty man I'm fixing to be sixty years old, <laughs> and so I'm thinking about you know. I'm fishing a lot more. I've got a garden. Uh, The things old folks do. I've got a garden. How's your tomatoes looking? Exactly.
0: I mean, you caught all the fish we ate here (laughs) Friday night. Oh, man, that was delicious.
1: But it is. You know, I still love seeing everybody. This is what's great for me. I come here, I don't have any pressure. So when I competed, you know me, I was competing every other weekend. I Mm -hmm. shot every day. And that's what it it took from me to stay on top and right. not necessarily on top to stay with the top guys right and to win some matches but some people don't bradley never had to shoot as much as i did and he could stay hang with me pretty much any time but uh, i don't think i'm gonna ever do that again to be honest I, okay. I just don't see it in me at my age wanting to compete for points right and all that again now will you see me some matches sure because i love it it's probably right. gonna have to be Warm weather, not perfect weather, not too hot, <laughs> not too cold, <laughs> and it's gonna have to fit my schedule good. And so I'll, we're gonna
0: see you in March and April, and like September and October. There you go. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. I'll come out there and, and hang out, see everybody, and uh, and shoot some. And and don't get me wrong, it's just in. I think it's in any of our blood. Will I try my best to win the match when I'm there that day. You're all gonna right. but in yeah. my heart, I know I have not stayed on top of myself. I won't. I can't compete with. Right guys that are shooting every weekend and all that. So, but anyway, that's. I think you'll still see me, but you, I, I honestly don't see myself competing again as far as trying to do that.
0: Chase points, go to nationals, yeah, exactly. things like that. Okay, right. awesome. Well, I know we just got the five-minute warning on, yeah. on the prize table or the the awards, so I'm going to let you go so you can get your last-minute things taken care of. All and right. well, thank I, you, pre- I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank for you sure. for coming
1: out. And doing yes, this, sir. Sharing with everybody.
0: Yes sir. So, you sir. Yes sir. All right. Instead of a shooter, we grabbed an RO, and he's a very good RO cuz he saw all of my impacts today. Your name, sir? Jacob Emerson. All right. And you are the RO for stage 10 and 20, right? Yes, sir. So, you shot the we shot the boat with you? Yes, sir. And then we shot the progression of Ipsix, real small guys, out to eight and some change. Um, Is this your home range? Yes, sir, it is. So you shoot here pretty often, so why aren't you shooting this weekend?
3: I had engagement pictures. You did have
0: engagement pictures. So you chose, like, not even officially married yet and already making the smart decisions. Yeah, I I was taught well. (laughs) Yeah. so you are getting married. You're getting married. You said June. June seventeenth. Yep. June seventeenth. Okay. And you are getting married to who? Haley Kimbrell. That's right. So that's Shad's daughter. Correct? Yes. Shad's so daughter. So did you meet her on the range? How did that? How did this work? Did she drag you into shooting? Like. What's the backstory here? No, I've known her my whole life. Uh, she's okay. a good friend
3: of mine's cousin. And so when me and her started dating, her dad drugged me into this
0: sport. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So that's kind of funny. So, like, he never did, like, the clean the shotgun on the front porch. He did the clean the precision rifle on the front porch. Yeah. He was and like, then hey, drug you, you to the
3: range. Yeah, he's like, hey, you want to go shoot guns with me? And I'm like, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, sure. And now it's all I do. And now it's all you do. So you RO'd this one, and you got gold medal is the next match. It's going to the next two-day match that's going to be here. Are you shooting that one? Yep. I'll be shooting gold medal match here. Collis okay. in Tennessee. Okay. Um how long have you been shooting this will be my third year in the prs but second full year okay um what did you from the ro's perspective from the two stages that you got to ro i know when you are ro you're kind of locked down in your stage you don't get to see a whole lot um what do you think the average score for the boat stage where you shoot um four targets kind of down in a field down in a field and then walk working its way up the hill um going out to about 600 yards what do you think the average score shooting off that boat
3: was i think the average this weekend was probably five to six impacts maybe five and a half
0: okay what was the craziest thing that you saw happen on your stage of the boat oh so there was a guy (laughs) he uh his
3: extractor had broken on his bolt and after every shot he would drop his mag and, and guy marco would Shove the empty case out of the breech of the gun. With and then the cleaning the, rod. <laughs>
0: yes, and then he would shoot the next shot. It was quite entertaining. So, funny funny enough, he didn't miss a single shot that he that he took. He only got a four, which is close to the average, but he never missed. So, if I would have just been faster on the ramrod, he might have gotten more hits. Yep. Um, what do you think the average was on your 800-yard your uh, Ipsick progression today? Because those were... I mean, you started with a full-size Ipsic at 800, which doesn't seem like a lot, but you're shooting out of the bed of a, an M110, like, trailer, military trailer. Um, full-size Ipsic down to, like, the, the smallest Ipsic had to have been, like, four or five inches tall at 800. Yeah. So really small. What do you think the average on that one was? Uh, probably around a five. Okay. Okay. So they're drawing tickets. They're drawing tickets for the ROs. So one cool thing about Alabama here is um, they raffle some things off, or they do a, uh, buy some prize tickets, and then you can you can win some stuff. So they actually have a, a Zeiss scope that Zeiss donated to the to the raffle. So that was pretty cool. Um, what uh, what what stage of the two do you think was harder? Do you think the boat was harder? Or do you think the Ipsit progression was harder? Seems how... The average hit factor was about the same, five to six shots.
3: Uh, probably the boat, just because you can't control stability. Right. It, it's okay. all on the prop itself. If you mess up
0: the trailer, it's more than likely on you. Okay. Um, which day was windier for your two stages? Uh, day one or day two? Today. Today was windier. Yeah, I think okay. consistently today was windier. I mean, you can hear it in the mic right now. We're getting some. We're getting some wind. So that's. An appropriate question for the time. Um, what uh, what do you say to the new shooter? You're, you've been shooting for three years. You kind of got into it via the the future father-in-law um, when you were were dating the the gun builder's daughter. What um, what do you say to that new shooter? What do they? What do you really need to come out and shoot a match? You need a
3: rifle and a, a bag, something to support the rear of your gun when you're prone and on a prop. Okay. And whatever, whatever you don't have, anybody out here would be glad to give it to you. It's a group of really good people. I've met some of the best people I've ever met out here. So it's, it's good guys. Ask a lot of questions. Don't be afraid to talk to these people. I don't care if they have 400 different sponsors on their jersey or an old wore-out hat. Talk to them. They can teach you something, and they'll they'll give you anything. They're good people
0: out here. Okay. I told you I'd only keep you for five minutes, and we're going right at probably that five-minute mark if I can see it. Yep, right right there. What's uh what's the what's the golden nugget? What are you going to leave the uh the listeners with? Um your parting wisdom in the precision rifle game? Um
3: When you miss a shot, don't always assume it's just you. Make a correction. If you do the same thing and you hit the same spot, it's your fault. Okay. If you're if you're missing shots, change something. Okay. Don't don't send the same thing 3 or 4 times.
0: Nothing's gonna change. Okay, that's a good one. I haven't heard that one before. Awesome. Well, man, I appreciate you, and I'll let you get back to the misses. And this prize table is about to get kicked off and awards and stuff like that. So we'll uh, we'll definitely see you around. Can uh, congratulations on the upcoming wedding. And Thank you. Hopefully, we see you at, at Collis if I'm uh, if I'm able to get out of work. I'll be there. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, brother. All right, making a second appearance or second audio appearance on the podcast is? Billy
2: Kenny with Twisted Barrel Precision.
0: Awesome. Now, I grabbed you specifically because you got a match coming up, and I wanted all the people to know about this match that's going on. So you're the, the property owner, match director, for Twisted Barrel Precision. You're running one-day matches out there, um, and now you have a two-day match. Yes, sir. National two-day match. So what? What series? What region do you fall in for the one days?
2: So we're in the central re- central region for the uh, pre- precision rifle series. Okay, and, uh, uh, we got our first uh, first uh, two day pro series match this year, and actually it's the first one in the history of Arkansas. Really? So we're super excited about that. That's you know.
0: awesome. Um, so whereabouts in Arkansas are you guys located? Like, if somebody wanted to fly in, what airport are they going to pick?
2: So that's one of the good things about our range when we picked the location was the logistics of travel. Okay. So we're in Little Rock, Arkansas, which is the capital of the state, and there's an international and a municipal airport five five miles from the range.
0: Oh, sweet. So, So, like, your Kendall Simpsons that have planes and and fly in, they can land at the municipal, but if guys are coming from, you know – virginia or florida or anything else like that they can fly into the international airport and it's pretty easy to get to the range from there super
2: easy they can come in commercial uh, grab an enterprise vehicle come out to the range or we'll come up we'll we have actually going to uh, arrange some logistics on our end to maybe go pick people up from the airport okay get you know take them out to the match and then you know shuttle them back to shuttle the them back
0: mm-hmm. okay that's awesome um what are you what are you planning for the match? You've been around the PRS for a while. You've, I've seen you at Nationals, I've seen you um, at other matches. What are you planning? For the first two-day national match in Arkansas, what what are some of the plans? Don't give me all of them. Don't yeah. don't spoiler alert. But what are some of the cool things that you got planned?
2: Well, you know, first and foremost, it's just upholding the integrity and in the stand of the standard of the two-day pro series matches. Okay. So we want to hit that benchmark, obviously, and okay. make sure that it holds the integrity of the challenging courses of fire in these right. two-day matches. Um, you know, I've competed in, at the pro level for, you know, a couple of years now, or on the pro series side of things, and, uh, um, man, you know, that's what we want to do, is have a good flowing, easy, fun match, you know, that's yet challenging. You know, most of our barricades are, are you know, typically sturdy. We, okay. we have we have quite a bit of wind in our range. Okay. Uh, it's in the Delta in Arkansas, so we do have quite a bit of a wind, so the, the wind game is going to be challenging enough, so... Our barricades are going to be more on the stable side, okay. uh, but yet complicated movement uh, during the stages. Okay. Um, you know, we want to do double targets, big, small type stuff, okay. not, not single target engagements. We got a lot of real estate in our range. And okay. So we're, we're wanting to use that um, and, and, and find out who the best shooter is. You okay. Know? Uh, uh, you know. Which, don't get me wrong, these complex positions and un- unstable posi- positions are challenging. Yes. Uh, but let's let's narrow that and keep it tighter and just figure out who, who the best shooter is in
0: a stable position with complicated wind. Okay. And are you freaking kidding me? No, it's recording. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, so with, uh, with that, like you say you got a lot of wind on your range. Compared to the wind this weekend – what what do you see? Is it is there going to be more wind there than there was this weekend? I mean, some guys were holding uh, between three or four shooters in a in a squad. They were between three tenths left, five tenths right, straight up. Like wind was all over the place this weekend. So on a on a difficulty factor of like one to ten, this weekend's wind versus a typical uh, like one day match at Twisted Barrel. Like, what do you think the wind? Wind's going to be?
2: You know, typically at at the distance that I experienced all weekend here, uh, we typically have more wind. Oh, wow, uh, okay. Right, as far as, like, your holds at at distances, you know, it's not uncommon to see a mil and a half of wind at at, at 1,000 yards. Oh, wow. Uh, In the summer when we're having the match, I don't think it will be that dramatic. I think it's going to be, you know, uh, more along that eight, nine tenths probably. Uh, uh, But it's also, even though it's a little more, it's probably less switchy. And okay. what we saw here. And the reason why I think it was probably switchy here is just because of the storm fronts that were coming through. Right. Really had some unstable environment. But, um, you know, and that can happen anywhere. There, right. There's never, never, I've never shot a two day match where wind doesn't switch on you. You know, yeah. it's, it's switchy everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I, I would say it was probably going to be less. Uh, t- typically during the summer, we see an average of six to eight mile an hour winds. Okay um and typically in in the summer they will trend to come from the south uh southeast okay right from our warm fronts coming out of the Gulf. okay um and so it'll be a southeast wind typically you know um uh, so that is helping you know ours we got a kind of south facing range so okay. you have spin drift that's that's with that not against it so okay. you know you'll you'll have some some wind holds we do we are going to try our best to have some, some angle changes. Okay. That's what I, that's
0: what I was going to ask is like, you hear some of these matches, like the, the, uh, the Ruger Conan match that just happened in Colorado last weekend. I think like they were shooting almost like 270 or something degrees of fire. Um, what is your guys's average degree of fire when you're, when you're going down range? I've never been to your facility. I'm coming there. I'm super excited about it. Um, like are we talking like maybe I don't know if it's a square range or not, but like are we talking like a, a ninety plus direction change on on targets? Yeah, so that
2: that's kind of our our, our target is that eighty to ninety degree uh, uh, stages where where you'll see have that pan okay uh, geographically, but um, you know we are square square range. Okay, so we're so close to a, a huge major city mm-hmm. that we really have no choice but to be a square range. Okay, you know we really protect our direction of fire for the longevity of our, of our business model. Oh, absolutely. You know? And <laughs> yeah. so, uh, we're so close to a big city, uh, yet, you know, we got, we got all these things in place, you know, to make sure that we're, we're, we're safe and we're, we have every projectile accounted for, okay. um, uh, as far as where they will end up. And, uh, but we will, we, we want to try to have that 80 to 90 degree, uh, uh complexity in, in those directions. Okay. Uh, which, you know, being the, the way our uh we will achieve those difficult wind shifts shot to shot with the direction of our our range and uh the predominant wind that time of year uh, it will be a significant change in wind holds okay. even if you're shooting the exact same distance
0: okay awesome what um who's the title sponsor for the match
2: so loophole uh, okay man those those guys are awesome i they're good friends of mine, too. I shoot with mm-hmm. them a lot. Uh, Brad and Nick came in huge w- when our range uh, – when we just got our property. We didn't mm-hmm. have a facility yet. And they came in huge and said, hey, man, we we believe in y'all. We think y'all are going to do awesome things because this didn't exist in the entire state of Arkansas until, right. the, until we brought it to fruition. Right. And uh, they come on big then, and right away they st- – you know, we said, "Hey, if we get a two-day match, we want you to be the title sponsor, please." You know, mm-hmm. and uh, humbly, and uh, uh, and they were like, "We're on board." You know, awesome. Uh, and so they're they're coming in big and doing, you know, helping us out with the with with, you know, fun stuff at the match. You know, they're going to have a side stage. They're okay. going to do an RO uh, raffle nice. item. Uh, for us as well, and then they're they're contributing to our prize table huge. You know, Lupo's awesome. got such a big influence right now in PRS. Yeah. They're huge. doing great things, and man, we as a range are just honored to have them be a title sponsor and also just a, a part of our range in general.
0: Okay, um, so with the sponsorship thing, like I don't I don't need a list of all your sponsors, but what was it like being the new uh, new kid, new range on the block, in the PRS getting to hold? a national two-day match for the first time in Arkansas. Like, did you see a lot of love from manufacturers in the community saying, yeah, we want, like, brand-new range, like, first two-day match. Like, we're there. We want to We want to support you. Did you have companies like that?
2: We did, and it it was super impressive, which I had a lot of support from the guys that I get to shoot with. You know, Phil Cashin was the first guy that responded back, and he was like, man, put me down. We're okay. in.
0: Um, Phil with Masterpiece yep, Arms,
2: Phil with MPA, um, yep. and and then we had we had a, a lot of other people that I shoot with like uh, G Zhang. You know, yep. he's, he works for Leo Photo now. He yep. reached out to me personally. Said, "Hey, I want to get Leo Photo Leo Photo on board for the yep. prize table." And, and so he—they're—they're
0: they're coming out with some yeah. awesome tripods right now.
2: Brian Allen, A-team, he's going to be a huge, huge sponsor of the range. I think he's going to do. He he talked about doing a gun build like he did here. Oh, nice know, for the for our range too. Uh, Brian's been been huge. We've met just a, a bunch of guys that I get to shoot with every you know every weekend at these matches, and then we've also had some that, that just read. You know, I, I put out a, a email to to all the uh, PRS. Um, all the emails that PRS mm-hmm. sent us and said, "Hey, if, if you want to reach out to these guys for your prize tables, here's a list of emails. Talk to them." So I sent out an email to everybody and just said, "Hey, no, no tricks or gimmicks here. We're the new guys. Yep. This is our story." And and so far, we've had a really good response uh, awesome. f- from other companies that are that are saying, and, and, and more, they're willing to donate more to the prize table than what I thought they were going to. Okay, so we're really excited about that awesome. as well. Um, and something we're, we're planning on doing as well is, is we're, we're not just going to lean on all these uh, manufacturers for our prize table, we're going to kind of put our money where our mouth is too and we're going to actually, we're going to buy stuff and contribute to this prize table. We don't, we don't want to just lean on these manufacturers. We want them to re- have representation, but right. we want to also buy from them, yeah, and put it on the table as well. Right, a- a-
0: and uh, got to uh, support who supports ab- you, right? Absolutely,
2: it's got to be the win-win. Everything's got to be a win-win situation. It can't be one-sided. So we're putting all- we're putting money up to putting our money where our mouth
0: is on it. Awesome. So we we talked about flights in, getting rental cars at the airport. What hotels are in and around that area? that are being I mean, Little Rock being the the capital, everything's gonna be around, but like is there a better um, something that's super close to the range? Have has there been any talks with like um Working with the uh, working with the hotels to get a discounted price for people that are coming in for shooting the range or yeah, so we're
2: in works with the Holiday Inn Express that's okay. right next to the library in downtown. It's okay. twelve minutes from the range. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only about probably eight and a half miles, you know, okay. but it's twelve minutes drive time. Right uh, from there, and it's real close to all the nice restaurants and cool right. stuff to do downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, the Ripper Market area in Little Rock downtown is actually pretty cool. Okay, there's a lot of cool stuff, got a lot of great food. You know, uh, entertainment down there. Um, and so it's cool cool to stay and, and this this it's a brand new holiday Inn express we're gonna work on a block section uh, okay. you know blocking off uh, some floors there for it uh, and re- and refer- referring that but right. now, like all the guys that have points rewards and flight and yeah, miles, yeah, and yeah. Dude, they can redeem that stuff because there's endless amount of of uh, you know, hotels Hilton's there. And yeah, Hilton, and yeah, everything. If you want to valet your vehicle, do it, you know, whatever. Uh there's V R B O options out there okay. all over the place. I mean, there's there'll be no shortage of place to stay. Okay. And one of the things I also wanted to do too being that it is a big city, you know, uh, if people wanted to valet their gear with us, mm-hmm. like we're gonna have that option to work. Oh, nice. have a lock and key you know valet their gear when they go into a big city you know what i'm saying they can leave it at the range with us secured if they want to
0: that's super awesome option super awesome because yeah i mean i mean we've heard the horror stories of people getting their trucks broken into on the way to matches or or hanging out or this that the other thing like nobody wants that to happen so having that option is super super cool
2: absolutely and and, you know and and not little rock can be you know it's a highly populated area so that does come crime but you know, if if you stay close to the downtown district, mm-hmm. the River Market district, man, that place is like that's the the, the uh, social uh, area of Little Rock. Right. And so there's a heavily heavy influence of security everywhere. I right. Mean, it's it's not a bad place downtown. Right. Okay. So I mean, anywhere down there, I recommend anything. Any of that's fine.
0: Okay. So we got the flights covered. We got hotels covered. We got rental cars covered. We're gonna have a great match. We're gonna have a great sponsorship. What are you thinking about for food? So. You know, we've got
2: uh, some catering options that we do. Um, um, and, and, you know, the the food is absolutely what everybody's going to want to know about. Exactly. So I, can, I mean, we just yeah, had yeah. pulled
0: pork butt here, and, yeah. it, I mean, it 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 was slamming. I can
2: guarantee we won't let you down on the food. Okay. I don't know exactly what we're doing yet, but it'll probably be a custom catered, custom cooked, okay. hot and ready type meal awesome. on site. Of course, we'll probably do something pretty uh, – um, efficient for lunches. You know, okay. we'll probably have something brought in to where people can, you know, get their eat, food done and, and get shoot. back to work, yeah. you know. Um, but, I mean, as far as the food goes, we're going to have we're gonna have probably a really, really nice dinner uh, okay. probably, you know, uh, the night of, uh, probably, uh, you know, definitely uh, Saturday after the match and then uh, in the awards like a buffet here. Mm-hmm. But we might do a, a nice dinner as
0: well okay. on Saturday night. And then last question, then I'll let you go. So – we know that everybody signs up and shoots matches, but it's hard to get RO ma- to, ROs to come out and, and be an RO at a match. How are you doing on ROs right now?
2: So we're gonna I'm going to release out an RO sign-up on practice score. Okay. You know, our match isn't until July, so we've got some time for the ROs. But I work directly with the Army uh, Sniper School in Little Rocket Camp Robinson. Okay. I work directly with their instructors a lot. They okay. do, do a lot of work at our facility, and I go out there and help them quite some. So they're – you know, I'm, I'm going to be talking to their entire instruction
0: cadre. Right. Which those, those guys. I mean, they spot shots for a living. So. All day long, right? Yeah. And
2: so, you know, I'm going to lean on those guys, see if they want to come help. And they're, they're super cool dudes, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they're all about this kind of stuff. And then I've got some, you know, uh, um, some guys on my team as well, mm-hmm. uh, my sniper team, you know. Okay. Uh, um, you know, I'll be leaning on them to help as well. And then our, our local members that shoot all the time that, that, you know, aren't ready to shoot in a, a two-day, but they're yep. shooting in all our locals. Yep. We're going to pull from that pool, And then all our traveling ROs that love to come out here and support these events. Yeah. I'm hoping that they'll they'll reach out to us once I get the sign-ups up.
0: Okay. But
2: good quality ROs, you know what I mean, uh, good food, uh, good prize table we're trying to check all these boxes to yep. make sure we're withholding this standard.
0: Yeah. And, I, and so far it sounds like it, man. Like you guys, you guys got per like everything that I can think of to ask, you guys got it covered. I haven't been able to stump you yet. Well, <laughs> you know, it's like,
2: this is what I do now. Right. So yeah. I'm like, I have to have this, I got to hit this. This yep. is one target I have to hit. I have yeah. to have an impact here. There's right? there's
0: no second round impacts here. This, is, That's this has got to be first round impact all yeah. day long. Yeah. So,
2: we, we can't re-engage here. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, um how many how many shooters do you have signed up so far
2: so uh right now we're trending at about 150 to 160 with our sponsored slots from our okay. from our uh manufacturers that get yep. for their pro shooters yep we're trending about 150 160 already okay. right that's and a we lot. still got uh till July to sign up so wow. um it's going to be a big match it's well. going to be a big yeah. match and 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 i give you my word. We're not going to let you down. Uh, so I sign up not. and come shoot. Make history in Arkansas. Yep.
0: I'm coming in. I got I got one of my best friends lives, lives in Arkansas, so I'm probably going to be catching up with them uh, Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday. I'm going to try and get in there on, on Thursday or spend Thursday driving and then drive home on Monday. But, yeah, it's going to be – I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Maybe. I really want to make it out for a one-day match, but 10, yeah. nine, ten hours for a one-day is tough.
2: Yeah, I understand that. And so, you know, also, too, I want to say, like, this is, I want everybody to understand, like, this This is my, I tell everybody, like, this, this range and having it in, in the PRS, it's it's my personal golden bullet. Yep. You know, like, I'm very proud of it, and, and it was my dream, you know, to mm-hmm. have all this stuff come true, and uh, and now it's here. And so I promise my passion's there, you know. and. Yep. And uh, I, I'm going to hold it to the highest of standards Nice. Uh, into making it an awesome match and one that people want to definitely come back to.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, I greatly appreciate your time, sir. Always, bro. And always. are you going to be at Collis? Yes, I will okay. be there. My, Absolutely. my goal is to make it there at Collis, um, work permitted. I'm on alert in May, so i got to get somebody to cover my alert, so that's always fun. But, yeah, if I can get somebody to cover my alert, my I already got my spot. So
2: Yeah, uh, Awesome.
0: It's gonna it's gonna be a good time. Get another get another match under my belt. Get one of those like high precision matches, and yep. I got my win match out of the way this weekend. I guarantee. Get you. a high precision match in 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 May. So yep. it'll be a good time. Well, absolutely. Great, greatly appreciate your time, and we'll get this posted up. We'll make sure we tag Twisted Barrel and tag yourself, and make sure everything everybody knows about it, so they can sign up, and we can come rock Arkansas.
1: Absolutely, brother. And thank you for the help.
0: Yes, sir. Much much obliged. Thank you much. All right.